20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son. and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, 
happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Meet New Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FM Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Radio.fm. Until the internet falls apart. Oh, podcast got it. Can't wait to listen to all these great comedy shows and everything else that's cool and community radio.fm before the internet falls apart. You too won't want to miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival from March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go! www.subliminalsf.com For the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need. And live music promotion at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF. Visual and auditory mind control. Go to subliminalsf.com now. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or 
You can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passion and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
welcome to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val. Thanks for tuning in to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. Of course, Women's Magazine is in conjunction with KPFA 94.1 FM over in Berkeley, uh, the Pacifica Network, which airs throughout the state of California. And uh, there's a really great team of women who work on the show and and, uh, various producers who put out content uh, throughout um, well, throughout the month. And, and Women's Magazine on KPFA 94.1 and KPFA.org airs on Mondays from 1 to 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Um, a longtime uh, producer, executive producer over there, uh, Kate Raphael, has been doing some great shows recently. She did a show on May 31st about um, women writers and the new face of uh, publishing. And I found it to be a really great uh, episode. So definitely check out some of the archives there, kpfa.org. Look for Women's Magazine. But thank you for tuning in and listening to this installment of Women's Magazine, uh, which I like to do here every Friday. I don't know if that microphone was working. I'm going to use this one. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, yeah, happy Friday, everybody. It is June 10th, and wow, it's been a big week. I feel like uh, a lot of uh, energy has been ramping up, political energy, cultural energy, um, artistic energy in response to it, and that's why we're here at MutinyRadio.fm here in the Mission District of San Francisco. We're a hub of art artists, uh, free thinkers, free speech advocates, and um, basically just like to to spread the love and and spread the word it is the 21st century and things just seem to be ramping up all the time but uh we want to kind of kind of try to sift through some of that and and uh hopefully uh come out the other other side feeling a little bit better about everything um the beginning of the show started with you know john lennon's give peace a chance and it's something i'd i'd really like to advocate because uh i I try not to watch too many videos that um, I know are going to have violence in them. Uh, I don't. I don't like to uh, sub- subject myself to violent actions or um, even 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 words that that have violence in them. And which is part of the reason why I I, can't, I really can't watch uh, Donald Trump talk. Uh, hardly at all uh for the drivel that comes out of his mouth um hate mongering and such um but i but i ended up watching this video of, of uh people who have been assaulting trump supporters um i mean it's very mad max um mob mob mentality um uh, that I, I I saw some some recent footage of, and it's very disturbing um, because obviously there's been violence from Trump supporters at their rallies against protesters as well. So we're actually seeing quite of quite a bit of violence in this particular presidential election that I personally can't recall um, having having seen or or been privy to or witness to in the past few elections uh, despite you know massive protests um and civil civil actions taking place but um i i do have some some really grave concerns about the mentality uh that that drives people to use violence to act against hate uh i find it to be rather contradictory and i'd like to remind people out there that the first amendment of the of the of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution of the United States grants the right to peaceably assemble uh, and and uh, you know having a peaceful nonviolent protest, getting out there, standing with intention, speaking with intention, letting your voice be heard. That is everybody's right, guaranteed in this country. Um, of course. I'd like to say it's a human right as well, but we know in many countries it's not a guaranteed right. Um, but we really need to look out for one another and hopefully have some personal impact on people who are getting very angry about the state of affairs in the United States right now. Um, we definitely don't need 
people protesting at any political rally and assaulting anybody for anyone's opinions. Uh, I, it's very disturbing, and it really just fuels the flames of, uh, of hatred, of violence, of ignorance, and of justification. You know, if, if, if you're feeling uh, attacked by what people are saying, but then you go out and physically attack them, that's probably not going to win you win them over it anyway. So we're looking towards higher ground here at Mutiny Radio and on the on on Women's Magazine, and of course coming up next on the Common Thread Collective, and uh, looking for looking for other ways to to move forward because uh, you know violence is not the way. Diamond Dave, you know he gets. He, he, he gets uh, messages from the muse and his latest one is uh, uh, love will get you everywhere hate will get you nowhere and so that's what we're talking about here on Mutiny Radio today and I want to thank you for joining me um, you know it's been a, a big big week in California with the California presidential primaries of course there were other other issues voted upon in cities and counties across the state um, and we can talk about those later. Uh, but w- what we saw here in California um, was uh, what, what's been reported as a, a rather low voter turnout, which um, was unexpected. A higher voter turnout was really expected. But then we, we also know, though, that there are two million provisional ballots that were cast that have not been counted yet. And uh, that is something that needs to be pursued. Um, I was listening to a program. Uh, it was, uh, I believe it was a Project Censored show. Uh, they do a great show. Um, and they were talking to George Pallast, who has, who was the person who really, um, you know, revealed what was happening in Florida in the year 2000. Um, and, and the voter, the voting fraud that was happening there. Um and you know he was he was commenting on it. he was seeing it here in California as well. There are people who who were registered voters and then they got to the polls and their names had been removed uh, from from the registrar. Uh, there were people who and, and and then thereby were given these provisional ballots that, according to George Pallast, often never even get counted. Um, so we're seeing, uh, and, and other people who went to their traditional polling stations and then were kind of said, were sent to another place or to another place and place to place for these long lines and, uh, you know, just, just getting the runaround. Um, so there are a lot of people who try, who were trying to vote in California who were, uh, Denied really uh, the right to vote. A lot of people who were trying to vote um, for Bernie Sanders on the Democratic ballot. Um, a lot of people, including myself, I don't I don't mind saying, are a no party preference. I am part of no political party. Um, so when you're part of the when you have a no party preference, you you can still vote for a Democratic candidate, but you have to request a Democratic ballot. So uh, a lot of people who were going to the polls with no party preference were not given the Democratic ballot in order for them to uh, to cast their vote for Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton or whoever they wanted to vote for um, because no party preference can vote for Democratic nom- um, candidates. But um, this is a very tenuous time here in the United States because we're... I, I, time and again, I feel like just the, the veil just continues to get lifted um, just to reveal... How, just the extent of the fraud and the disenfranchisement um, that that we see, and in the midst of a population that is getting more and more and more politically active. Um, so I am curious to see where this all goes, um, and I am. I would like to stay hopeful that we can find some civil discourse and continue to uh, address what's happening and and redress grievances as the First Amendment guarantees us the right to do. So I want to highlight today on Women's Magazine a couple of women who 
have been politically influential, and uh, one of them is Shirley Chisholm. Um, she ran for president. She was the uh, first African-American woman to run for president. Um, and so I've got a little video here that I, I like to play, and I, I hope it will play. And we'll, we'll uh, I'm going to kind of do a little overture with it and uh, get some words from, from her. Within the next 10 years, maybe? Next 25 years. 25 yeah. years. 44 years before Hillary Clinton clinched the Democratic nomination, there was Shirley Chisholm. And if you don't know her name, you should. She was the first woman to run for the party's presidential nomination and the first black major party candidate for president ever. I stand before you today as a candidate for the Democratic nomination for the presidency of the United States of America. She literally risked her life to run for office. She survived several assassination attempts during the primaries, but she wouldn't back down. As Chisholm once said, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. And in 1968, she became the first black congresswoman in the midst of our nation's tumultuous civil rights era. During her seven terms, she fought for minority, women's, and immigrants' rights. But she faced an uphill battle. The gentleman did not pay me any mind at all. When I would go to the lunchroom to eat, they would not sit at the same table as I did because I was a black woman. Uh, it was, it was horrible. Representative Barbara Lee says she didn't go along to get along. She went to. That desire for change led Chisholm to seek the Democratic presidential nomination in 72, and she said, I ran because most people through the thought the country was not ready for a black candidate. It was time in 1972 to make that someday come true. While Chisholm ultimately lost the nomination to George McGovern, she hoped her bid would change the face and future of American politics. And it did. Sadly, Chisholm passed away in 2005. Last year, President Obama awarded her the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Shirley Chisholm's example transcends her life. And when asked how she'd like to be remembered, she had an answer. I'd like them to say that Shirley Chisholm has had guts. And I'm proud to say it. Shirley Chisholm had guts. So as we try to decipher and, and look at what we've got now on the political scene, it's good to look at uh, the people who have who've done a lot of work to get us to where we are today, to, you know, whether or not you agree with the legitimacy of uh, Hillary Clinton's clenching of the nomination for the Democratic Party. Um, the fact that a woman is a front runner for president does speak to a lot of the uh, the history behind that. So thank you, and we honor Shirley Chisholm today uh, for having the bravery and the wherewithal to get involved uh, despite um, well threats uh, to her life um, and also um, just a a resident uh, prejudice against her, um, but. Thank you, Shirley Chisholm. Uh, another woman I think we should hear from uh, is a, a woman who's active in politics today, Jill Stein. And she is the Green Party uh, candidate for president. And here's what Jill Stein has to say. Can't put your values into your vote, then democracy is lost at sea. We have no moral compass, and that's exactly where we are right now. are hungering for more choices, but the American political system excels at suppressing the voices of opposition. In fact, we are probably the only uh, major developed country that is limited to two parties. People are told over and over, don't vote your values, vote your fears, 
But what we got was everything we were afraid of, all the reasons you were told that you had to vote for the lesser evil because you didn't want the massive expanding wars. You didn't want the meltdown of the climate. You didn't want the massive Wall Street bailouts. You didn't want the offshoring of our jobs. These are all things that were brought to us, signed, sealed, and delivered by a Democratic White House with two Democratic houses of Congress. We have a few things to learn about democracy in our own country that we need to allow opposition voices and opposition political parties. That's how we get to real democracy. In a true multi-party democracy, we'd have much easier access and we would have inclusive debates. So you have many more points of view, much more diversity, and it's much harder for corporations to take control, to buy out the two parties, and basically censor and eliminate all other non-corporate points of view, like living wages, like the right to a job, like the right to free higher education. Those are critical issues, and we need an open democracy to be able to bring them into our political system. And forget the lesser evil, stand up and fight for the greater good, like our lives depend on it, because they do. And that was Jill Stein, candidate for president on the Green Party ticket. And uh, Jill, I like that fight for the greater good. Um, that's what we'd like to do here at Mutiny Radio. That's what I like to do. I'm Global Val. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and actually, Jill Stein recently extended an invitation to Bernie Sanders to uh, continue as an, as an independent candidate and uh, run with her as a, as a ticket in November. Um, Advisors close uh, close to, to Bernie Sanders have said that he has pledged uh, to support the Democratic candidate. So um, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're still counting votes in California. Um, it ain't over till it's over. And the Democratic National Convention is happening in Philadelphia at the end of July, July 24th to the 28th. And... Uh, I know Diamond Dave will be out there with food not bombs, feeding the people out of the parking lot of the Unitarian Church in Philadelphia. So uh, let's play a little music, and I'll be right back, and we'll we'll keep chatting here about uh, the state of affairs, and hopefully how we can kind of find the light in all this darkness. And here we go. You're listening to Women's Magazine, Mutiny Radio, .fm, San Francisco. Oh, no. 
You're listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val, and we've been talking about uh, politics. I recently wrote an op-ed piece, and you can you can read it on my blog, uh, GlobalVal.blogspot.com. Um, but it is really um, disconcerting to me uh, when people don't want to vote. Uh, I understand the disenchantment uh, that, that many people feel, um, feeling like voting doesn't matter, especially when you see uh, what looks to be like a lot of uh, disenfranchisement and, and even voter fraud uh, happening across this country. You know, I think about like countries like um, where, where international groups go to monitor elections to make sure that they're fairly covered out. And I would like to invite the international community to the United States uh, to do the very same thing. Because uh, as much as our government likes to, um, you know, expound upon how, how free and fair our elections are and that we spread democracy to the world, um, I, I, I take that uh, st- statement to be a falsehood, uh, and, and I, I do. I invite the international community to send um, election monitors to see what's happening in the United States, because this is a global um, this is a, uh, a global issue, especially when we're trying to um, increase voices and participation and democracy across the world, and so. But that said, uh, I still believe that we need to exercise our right to vote. I'd like to remind people that the 19th Amendment, which, guaran- which guaranteed the right to vote to women um, or took away discrimination, voting discrimination based on sex, uh, that was 1920. It is the year 2016. It has not yet been 100 years since that amendment came, since that right was, was won. Um, by generations of women who are fighting for that right. And so if you're a young woman out there, please go and register to vote. Do a little bit of homework. Even if you're not sure about something, it doesn't mean you have to make a decision about it. You don't have to vote for every ballot initiative or for every, you know, judge that comes up uh, for re-election. You don't have to vote for everything, but please Go register to vote and vote. Get involved in the process. Exercise your right. And so I want to read you my op-ed that I wrote. It's called, Are Americans Giving Up on Their Democracy? In the last half of the 19th century, voter turnout in presidential elections ranged from 69.9 to 81.8%. The highest year of the 20th century was its first year in 1900, which saw 72%, but thereafter ranged from 49.2 to 65.4. In the 21st century, that percentage has ranged from 50.3 to 57.1%. Though a number of factors can affect voter turnout, war, conviction or imprisonment, and other forms of disenfranchisement. We must look at what we have and ask ourselves, are Americans giving up on democracy? When Bernie Sanders calls for a political revolution, he's asking for people to get involved in their communities, states, and nation at large. He's asking for people to exercise their rights to free speech, to peaceful assembly, and to vote. With a growing 21st century population and a seemingly low interest in participating in general elections for the highest office of the land, maybe it's not really a revolutionary idea to actually use the tools, the rights that we have. After all, isn't democracy this freedom that all this fighting has supposedly been for? Many people casually or indignantly say that voting doesn't matter because it doesn't have any effect or that the whole system is rigged. Yet, it is troubling to look at this voter turnout trend and not try to imagine what a larger number of representative voices could look like. 
and how the establishment might take the population more seriously when taking corporate contributions so handily and making policy accordingly. Take a look at what happened during Democracy Spring in April 2016. People marched from Philadelphia to Washington, D.C. for a week of protests and peaceful sit-ins outside the Capitol. Their message to Congress was this, quote, The American people will no longer accept the status quo of big money corruption and voter suppression, end quote. 1,400 nonviolent protesters were arrested outside the Capitol. Check out Lady Liberty in handcuffs. But it also prompted nearly 100 representatives to call for hearings on voting rights and campaign reform legislation. Elected representatives inside may be seeing the wolves at the gate, even if the mainstream media largely ignores them. Yet, protesters are not savage beasts, but concerned human beings whose livelihoods are affected by the decisions made at a national level. Whether it's subsidizing the Wall Street banks and their insurers and rewarding them with tax loopholes instead of bailing out homeowners, or pouring $1.5 trillion into developing the F-35 fighter jet, which hasn't proved itself to be anything but a persistent lemon, instead of investing in education, infrastructure, clean energy, and the jobs thereby afforded. If it's not feasible or desirable to take a week off to cross the country for sit-ins at the Capitol or for marches during the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, July 25th to the 28th, don't feel left out of the process. You can be like the over 1.5 million newly registered voters in California and vote. That's my PSA for the day, everybody. I'm Global Val, and I do appreciate you tuning in to Women's Magazine here. Uh, we really need to keep the dialogue going. And uh, if you're listening and you want to get in contact with me, find me on Facebook. My page is Women's Magazine with Global Val. Uh, leave a message, um, post something, like the page, don't like the page, uh, Leave a comment, perhaps, uh, in, in something that I've posted up there. And, and, and let me know what you're thinking about. Let me know what your concerns are, what angle you're taking, uh, how you see things playing out, and, uh, and where you think we can go from here. So thanks for, uh, thanks for being a, a listener. I'm going to find a little more music here to play for us. Uh, let's see. Oh, I want to. I'll go back to to some favorites here. Um, there's a there's a group of uh, Hawaiian goddesses, and they're um, they each play um, their individual music, um, but then they often get to play together, and they call themselves the Nectarian Collective, and. Um, their music's available at nectarianmusic.com. So I'm going to pull up some music here because um, they, these these three uh, young women came into Mutiny Radio a couple years back now, um, and they showed up in kind of a very auspicious um, time for me. And their music has really I've I've really found a lot of strength uh, in their music, um, and. Mary Isis uh, is she, she's she just makes such beautiful music. So um, and also Sea Star um, and Parmita. Um, it's just a they, they're just amazing. They do so. I want to play a little bit of Mary Isis, um, and this is her track, Mahalo.
You're listening to Women's Magazine on MutinyRadio.fm. And, of course, we can't really let this go this week go past um, to without addressing the g- really grave injustice that's been done here in California um, in regards to the case of a young w- woman who was raped at Stanford University and the young man who raped her um, was found guilty and convicted um, and then got a slap on the wrist six month sentence that he which he will likely only serve three months um, it's been a huge viral uh, shaming of this young man um, and uh, the bravery of the young woman who is the survivor of this of this rape Uh, she was he had found her behind a a a trash dumpster Um, I mean the details of it are just really horrendous Um, you know he blamed alcohol uh, but admitted it and uh, now he's got a slap on the wrist six month uh, sentence Um, and it's been really kind of heart-wrenching to continue to see it on social media um people have been shaming him uh around the internet uh, creating a meme with his face and his name saying that he's a rapist um which he is um and then that that moving that brave letter that the that the survivor the young woman wrote and read to him in court is it's incredible um and and if you haven't read her letter, uh, I recommend that you do because rape culture is something that we need to address in this country, and it's not just uh, coming from you know the entitled class uh, uh, who who may or may not um, think that rape is okay, uh, which of course we know it's not, um, but also just giving us giving people an an understanding of of the humiliating types of questions that are put upon the victims of rape. Um, So if you get a chance to read her letter, I recommend that you do. Um, But with all the ugliness in the world going around right now, uh, I'd like to end the show with a poem. I'm Global Val. As the world calls for vengeance, retribution, returning hate with violence, As voters cry fraud in righteous indignation, the goddess Mary Isis is making cosmic love as a psychic salve. Roll under her touches. Be soothed and cooed by how much love is pooled in every pore of the hearts that seek love but see red, that suffer by association, yet whose souls are being fed by getting fed up, raising the bristles that would otherwise love to be rubbed. Take a breath, friends. Hold my hand that I extend. We are one, wonderful and well. Of life's great spring, we are the oyster shells that feed the soil and enriches the ground. Be vigilant, but be patient. The tide will always swell. I'm Valerie Ibera. Thank you for tuning in to Women's Magazine today, mutinyradio.fm. I'll be back with you next Friday, but stay tuned because coming up next, a real special episode of the Common Thread Collective. It's Diamond Dave's Bon Voyage show before he goes cross country, and he'll be there at the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia uh, July 25th to 28th. Um, But also we'll be talking with an esteemed author, poet, and scholar, Mr. Peter Dale Scott, who'll be calling in at 315 on the common thread collective um so it is friday june 10th and i want to thank you for listening and for all the good work that you do in your world in our world and remember just when your aspirations seem outrageous inspiration is contagious peace and thank you here's some music from medicina again from nectarianmusic.com thanks seraphina Peace, y'all. See you next week.
Teacher medicine.